The Michael Hatfield Remax team presents Real Estate and More. Bay Area real estate is different than in all of America. And why? What's up with home buyers? What's on sellers' minds? How is the market? And much, much more. Now, here's your host, Michael Hatfield. Welcome to Real Estate and More Show. As we know, there are tens of thousands of housing markets throughout the United States by location, and there are underlying sub-markets by price range within those locational markets. While the Bay Area's housing markets swim in the same big national sea of markets, all other markets locationally do also. If the housing market changes, goes up or down nationally, all local markets in the sea of housing markets will likely be affected. And that's a great reason to check in with my trusted colleagues around the country, see how their markets are doing, then make comparisons with our Bay Area housing markets. Also, some folks may be looking for a place to retire or move, and we have those connections worldwide. Today, I'm very fortunate to be able to talk with top producing realtor Aaron Merritt. That's Aaron Merritt, who practices in Reno, Nevada, and the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe as well. Good morning, Aaron Merritt. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure this morning. It's good to uh, see you on the radio, right? Yes. <laughs> well, Lorino Tahoe Fernley Metropolitan Statistical Area has a population of about 531,000 in 2023, and Reno has been increasing in size by about 1.53% each year for the last few years. The Metroplex is now ranked fifth fastest growing state. But it still is relatively smaller in size in most U.S. cities. What can you contribute all that growth to, Erin? Well, I think there are several things that we can contribute our growth to. Uh, one is people wanting to move out of California. They can sell their multi-million dollar homes and purchase a home here with cash and not have a mortgage. Um, we also have had years when the... Uh, USA Parkway, which is a um, industrial area, kind of exploded. So the job opportunity prior to COVID, we were mainly a um, ca casino or service-driven industry. And now we're more manufactured industry. So I think the job opportunity here has grown as well. Oh, I would think so. You know, we hear of a lot of people that are interested in retiring. A lot of people have moved out of the state of California and they, a lot of them have actually moved into your area and having great realtors like Aaron Merritt up there to help out has been absolutely uh, helpful for everyone. So with you mentioning manufacturing, Amazon has done something up there. It's, I guess, very large plant that they've um, installed up there to fulfill a lot of their orders. I get my shipments almost the next day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's important. And also to retire up there, uh, to pay less for a home or to get away from maybe California politics. I said that you didn't. Um, yes. A lot of people have decided that, you know, it's great in Nevada. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you're retiring, one of the bigger things I think that's attractive or if you're trying to build a business here is the no state income tax. And we are, um, there's so, if you're, you know, there's so much outdoors activity here. 
through all four seasons. We have you can ski, you can paddleboard, you can snowboard, you can mountain bike. The the ski resorts turn into mountain biking resorts during the summertime. So it really doesn't matter what time of year it is. There's always something to do. And there are a lot of activities for, you know, there's the Pioneer Theater, which the volunteers, the ushers are volunteers. Um, so that's something for, that most retired people do. Um, so there's a lot of community involvement for all ages. And I imagine knowing you and your passion towards whatever you do, you've probably been involved in some volunteering. Or would you have? Done? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a great place to have a, a good lifestyle for your family? I, I believe you have a family. And have you found that it's been a good thing for, for you and your family lifestyle-wise? Yes, I do. Um, I think one of the biggest, two of the biggest things here is it's it's called the biggest little city mainly because so I'm a I'm a native here and I can't go into any restaurant without knowing someone. So if you move here within four to five years, you're gonna know someone at your local pub or your restaurant or it's just a very small town feeling. And it also, we have a street called McCarran that goes around the whole city of Reno that takes about 45 minutes to drive around. So traffic is picking up recently. I'm not gonna you know, deny that, but it doesn't take us an hour to drive across town. It's you know, typically 20, 30 minutes, you can be on the other side of town. So, you know, if you have to get off work and take your kids to baseball or football, it's not gonna take you an hour to, to get across the city to do that. So I think that's definitely a benefit. What are the usual property price ranges in say Reno for, you know, like a good four bedroom, two bath house, just a, you know, a couple car garage. Cause you need to have a garage up there. You definitely need to have a garage to keep out of the snow. Um, so our, actually our current median price range right now in Reno is 570. Last year it was actually 560. So it didn't increase that much um, year over year. But I think with the increase in rates, obviously your monthly house payment is going to be a little bit more. So there are some outlining areas like Fernley and Carson where the home values are a little bit lower. I think in Reno, South Reno, you're probably looking 650 and above for uh, maybe a 322, 2,500 square foot home. Our our average on the high end is probably up to 800 in that area. Very nice homes, I would imagine. Yes. And there's definitely been an increase in homes over a million dollars in the area where before it would kind of cap at 900. And now you're seeing a lot of 1.2, 1.3. So the values in on the high end, I think, are going up where, you know, before if it was a million dollar home in that area, you were like, whoa, it better be top notch. And now it's kind of becoming the norm. Yeah, as California is uh, selling their homes and bringing that bucket of cash to to Nevada because of no state income taxes and and going from there. My other question is. With the Nevada side of the lake, how has the popularity been there? Well, on the on the incline side, so there's different sections. There's there's South Lake and there's incline and there's but the um 
their market is really, or that market, I should say, is a little bit different. The median price range up there is one and a half million dollars. And they tend to, um, their homes tend to stay on the market a little bit longer. So their days on market is a little bit higher. And then they kind of have seasonal times where like in September, you might have a big push of homes being sold. And then throughout the winter, when it's heavy snow, it kind of drops off. And then in spring, it kind of picks back up again. Great information. We're talking with Aaron Merritt, a top producing realtor in Reno, Nevada. And you're listening to Real Estate and More. They keep the roads clear pretty well up there? No, we have what's called Tahoe snow days and nobody just works. We call it a snow day and everyone stays home. Ah, uh, so there's there's a disbenefit right there. I know no, I'd they, find some piece actually, of negativity there. Yeah, no, there's actually a lot of, um, most of the HOAs up there do have snow removals. That's Absolutely. the way it goes. So we're going to ask a few more questions of this very smart woman and find out exactly what it's really like to live up in the Reno, Nevada area. Has the federal stair-stepping of rates, the Fed rate, since April of 22, dampened your housing markets in the Reno area as well? I believe they have. It's it's interesting. Obviously, like mentioned earlier, if you're buying the same home value that you were buying last year, your, your monthly payment's gonna increase due to those rate increases. So your buying power is down. However, our numbers compared to last year are are similar in regards to the median price point. So last year was 560 in Reno. This year it's it's uh, year to year it's it's 570. Um six the number of sales in the last 6 months per this year are 20 2300 to, I'm sorry, 2353 and last year it was 2513. So we're only down 150 homes compared to last year. Our inventory is about 300 homes less than it was last year. So that's the biggest part is low inventory and then your buying power is lowered because of the rate increase. We're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Real Estate Minute with REMAX expert, Michael Hatfield. Michael, what traits should we look for in selecting an agent? Look for a deal maker with a positive attitude who will work tirelessly for you. An agent who is adept in multiple offer situations, drafting contracts, marketing and advertising a client's home, is familiar with multiple cultures, experienced in mortgage financing, inspections, and escrow, is a huge asset to his client. What can you do as a plus for clients? Your agent is your eyes and your ears, one who works behind the scenes on your behalf, a great attitude, working well with others, and keeping clients' priorities number one is a given for us. Call 925-322-7775 now to schedule an appointment or complimentary home analysis. For excellence in real estate, call the Michael Hatfield REMAX team at 925-322-7775 or go to michaelhatfieldhomes.com. Now, back to our show. We're talking with Aaron Merritt, a top producing realtor in Reno, Nevada, and you're listening to Real Estate and More. 
So, you know, last year you might've been able to buy a $650,000 home and now you can only buy a $550,000 home because you're paying the difference in that rate increase. So there are, I think one of the big things we're seeing here is the new builds. So new builds are offering buy downs. They're offering huge incentives. Um, Toll Brothers I know is doing a like $40,000. You can do it towards the value of the house. You could do it for upgrades. You could do it, you know, for a, a, a lot premium. So they're offering big incentives to, you know, get the rate down as well so that you can afford it a little Mm -hmm. bit more home. So, you know, it's important folks to realize that when you go into a new build development, such as toll brothers or whatever, always, always take your realtor with you the first time. You don't want to go in unrepresented, despite what you may be reading on the internet. That's prolific with real estate information, always get your trusted, well-experienced realtor to go into the office of the development right at the very beginning. Therefore, you are represented. The agents that you run into at those new developments are representing, primarily representing the actual development. So keep that in mind. I'm really glad you brought that up, Aaron. That's a a really good point. But it looks like the new builders are actually providing incentives to come up there. It sounds like a a great thing to do. Come up, get a new house, uh, pay less, uh, take all that money that you've you've earned in California through appreciation, and you're going to get a little bit of appreciation anyway, it looks like, right? I agree. I think that they're, you know, they're in a unique position to be able to offer things that a resale seller couldn't offer. You know, like seller concessions are really big here. So, you know, you might ask if you're writing an offer for a buyer, you might ask for $10,000 towards closing costs. I don't know that a buyer would be able to give 20 or 30 to buy down the rate to where it would work for someone where a new builder or a new build development they have the the pockets to do that so exactly exactly tell us uh, another advantage here of of nevada you know house property taxes in reno you know how do they match up to california well in my experience they are they they are a lot less they but we nevada does t- property taxes different than california does so when you purchase a home, if it's owner occupied, it is not reassessed at the market value. So it's it depends on when the home was built. And then they can increase the property taxes 3% a year if it's owner occupied. So on a new build, your property taxes are probably going to be higher than a home that was built in 1980. Can you give oh. us an example in percentage? Like if, if you were to buy a home for like, let's just say an arbitrary number, uh, $700,000, what would the percentage to make it a you know pretty good guess, what percentage would it be that a person could be expecting to pay the tax man based on a $700,000, um, let's just say new home purchase price? Yeah, on a, on a, well, I think it also depends on the area. So like if you're in Sparks opposed to Reno, Reno's taxes, uh, even though it's all Washoe County, Reno's taxes are a little bit higher 
Um, but if you're buying a $700,000 house in Reno, you're probably paying $4,500 a year in taxes on average. That's not too bad. You know yeah. what was amazing the other day? I was doing one of these from a guy in Hawaii and we computed it out. And on a million dollar house out there, it was like only like $3,800, $3,900 a year. And then down in Texas, it was, Dallas was like $6,500 on a very low value home, like about 400. I mean, it was unbelievable. So it's good to know that Nevada is holding the lead in reasonable property taxes and then no sales tax. Uh, no, they have sales tax, but no income tax we have for Nevada. No yeah, we have no state income tax and there's only actually nine states that don't have income tax or state income tax. And of the nine states, Nevada has the lowest property taxes. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And it, you mentioned earlier, um, Toll Brothers is building up there. Are there. Is there a lot of building going on in Reno? There, There is a lot of new development going on there. It's very interesting because I went to the builder's meeting last year and it's just a matter of finding land to actually build on so the builders kind of ran out of land to purchase we're talking with uh, top producing realtor aaron merritt in the Reno, nevada area this is real estate and more and i'm your host michael hatfield so they purchased uh, there's a development in town that's local and they'll purchase a lot and put up for a four plex just because it's what they can fit there. So I was also at the national conference or the national associations of realtors conference in Anaheim a couple of weeks ago. And the Nevada board is trying to get BLM, which is Bureau of land management to release land for purchase so that they can continue to build because a lot of the land in Nevada is owned by BLM. And so that's one of our big pushes is to try to get them to release some of the land to build on. There must be an anticipated increase in, in, in population, I would think, because it, it kind of reeks of that. It, it's saying that, you know what, I think we're going to have, more people move into this state and therefore we need more, more development. Um, that's what, at least that's what I'm assuming from a distance and afar. Yes. Yeah, so on average, I believe we have about 50,000 people per year move into Washoe County. And that's pretty, that's been our statistic for about the last five or six years. Can you ride horses out in Nevada? Is there any place so, to go? But you could go to BLM land, could you not? If you were, you, had your own you absolutely could. Um, we also have a lot of people who ride quads and dirt bikes on BLM land. But the horses, um, Washoe Valley has a lot of horse property, and so does um, the the North Valleys. And I believe it's if you have half an acre, you can have two horses and over an acre, you can have so many horses. And then after that, it's you can after an acre is kind of unlimited. So mm -hmm. but up to half an acre, you can have a horse, which to me is interesting because it's 
a half an acre is not a lot. <laughs> not a lot of room. And, and I know where we live in in the Bay Area, they they let you have one horse, I think, per acre. It's it's I think it's yeah. one horse per acre. Not that I have a horse, but I I've always liked horses and I've always enjoyed you know, riding horses. And I would think that uh, you'd be more outdoors oriented in the uh, Reno area and Nevada area up there. Just seems like it just opens itself up to so much outdoor activities, maybe hunting and fishing and all of those cool things that, uh, that you could do up there. Yeah. My, my chiropractor actually just moved from North Valley's out to Washoe Valley on three acres and has two horses and it's her new, love of life and she's out there every weekend just she'll just go out her backyard and ride some trails and then she'll be done Uh, hunting and fishing is definitely huge in nevada we have a ton of hunters um hunting season season is upon us so you know there's there's always so many outdoor activities here a lot, of, a lot of practice shooting if you're a shootist. A yeah. sense of community you mentioned earlier, it seems like Nevada has a really great sense of neighborhood, sense of community, people working together. I imagine if somebody gets stuck in the snow that uh, another neighbor is going to come and, and help to get them out while Aaron's probably having a, a hot toddy or a glass of wine or something. <laughs> Aaron has um, shoveled many a driveways for people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I imagine so. But I mean, it's a great sense of community up there, is it not? It it really is. We have so many great um, events and, you know, like the hot air balloon races. And then we have what's called Art Town in July. And there's an event downtown every single day in the month of July that has something to do with art. There's, um, you know, there's shows at the casinos and there, there's just so much to do. And, you know, like the, the great Reno balloon races, you know, it's, it's interesting because you have Rancho San Rafael, which is a big park and people show up at three 30 in the morning and everyone's trucking along in their blankets and they're, you know, and people are helping other people to park and Hey, you go this way. And, you know, you watch the Dawn Patrol and it's just absolutely spectacular. So there, there are definitely, you know, there's a lot of community outreach here. So there's um, something that's called Rebuild Nevada, which is an, a nonprofit that helps people, you know, if someone doesn't have the money to like put a hot water heater in their home or do something like that. And being in the, in the real estate community and environment, um, there are a lot of nonprofits that we provide our service and volunteer for, for all kinds of reasons, not just for real estate, but for, you know, feeding someone or helping them get shelter or, you know, my, one of my coworkers, colleagues, Sarah Scatini, you know, she's just such an amazing person. She would go down to the river every Friday and on her own dime and just set up a table and she'd get do hot dogs or she'd do um, pizza one Friday or she'd do, you know, and then she would ask friends to give clothes. So then she would hand out, you know, clothing to the homeless. Well, giving back and, and giving to others is certainly a worthwhile experience to have. Um, I say it from a selfish standpoint, I try to do a little bit of that um, because that's where my heartbeat is. Would you know, I'm back on real estate now, would you know the percentage of cash buyers as opposed to total buyers in Nevada? That is a good question. So I do know 
that it, I believe it went, I believe I heard last month that it went up to 24% cash buyers opposed to 16%, which was last year, somewhere around there. So it's, it's up significantly from last year. Yeah. And people sell their houses in other states and then move in into Nevada and they're big cash buyers. And of course it will drive the market uh, northbound as far as uh, prices go. I think looking forward that we are going to see uh, further increases as the Fed um, pauses on interest rates, maybe even decline interest rates, especially in the first quarter, second quarter. Primary reason being the uh, the election, being always an election year, you always see some kind of relaxation there to make the the party more popular, so to speak. And I think we we may be seeing that, um, you know, real soon. So that's my own thoughts. How do you see housing markets in the Reno, Nevada, Tahoe area? How do you see the markets remaining a seller's market or changing more of a balanced or buyer market? I believe it will stay a seller's market. I do believe it will become more balanced. I I agree wholeheartedly with you about the election. And I feel like March is probably the time when we'll start to see or have a better idea of how our housing market's going to go. However, if they do lower rates, our home values will go up and we will have less inventory or it will become more of a competitive market. So in in our area, I don't know if this is true in, in California, but here we say marry the house, date the rate, because if you buy now and you can refinance in a year and lower your rate, you're probably going to have paid less for the home than you will six months from now. Exactly. And I'm totally on the same wavelength as you are. In the Bay Area, you have this appreciation and appreciation is so much more it has so much bigger of a beta um than elsewhere i think and so i think we see a little bit less of a beta i think so anyway and in your area but you still have that beta to offset those interest rates and so uh, when i bought my first house it was like some exorbitant 12 and a half percent or something and had to borrow some of the down and but you get in and you wait, you enjoy your home. You're not looking for a day trade. You're looking for something that makes a lot of sense. So that's, uh, I'm on the same page as you are. Aaron, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. What a great time we've had this morning with Aaron Merritt, top producing realtor in Reno, Nevada, and all around the lake on the Nevada side. All around nice person. Call us and we'll connect you with Aaron if you wish to move to Nevada. Nevada does have some attractive attributes. No state income tax, relatively low property taxes, home values are less than California, Outdoor activities are exceptional, and it has a great sense of community and neighborhood. So it's something to think about. You've been listening to Real Estate and More, and I'm your host, Michael Hatfield. Topics of the day like living and lifestyle in Reno and the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe, interesting people like Aaron, and of course, we talk about and do real estate. After our show is aired... Listen to archived real estate and more shows at michaelhatfieldhomes.com slant radio. Once again, michaelhatfieldhomes.com slant radio. 
Real Estate and More Show episodes are available for on-demand listening on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, iHeart, and most podcast directories. I'm your host, Michael Hatfield, and we'll be right back with our next special guest. Stay tuned. <laughs> 